What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Tina Cole, and I'm back with another segment of the Real Conversation Podcast. And boy, I'm telling you, this is a podcast that I feel like we really need to get real and we need to talk about. I really need my ladies and my fellas to really listen because at this point of time, you know, it is getting crazy out here. You know, I've been going through a little mini depression and stuff because it's like it's really scary out here. Um, you know, even though I live in the outskirts of Philly, you know, I am from Philadelphia and just seeing that our crime rate is now over 500 homicides and the most homicides recently has been women, women and children, but mostly women. We have been targeted. We are not safe anymore. Like I was just sitting down with my grandma the other day and she said, back in the day, women and children were off limits, but now it's like. These bullets, these guys have no respect. They don't have no value for women today. Like, they have no picks. They don't care. And I just feel as though, like, this is just sad. And now it's like, you know, as much as I said I didn't want to bring up the whole assault thing that I had, it just, it just, it's, it got my mind racing because this shit is really crazy because these guys are supposed to be our protectors. They want so much from us women, but they can't even protect us. They want to verbally abuse us. Um, call out our name, mentally abuse us, and now kill us? They're supposed to be the ones protecting us. And now, you know, it's crazy. A pregnant woman who was coming home from her own baby shower was targeted, shot in the head, and then shot in the stomach, verbally killing her and her unborn child. Then another young lady was walking her twin boys to school, and her ex-boyfriend just decided up and shot and kill her in front of her own boys with no regrets that her kids are going to live with this in fact of her life, with the, with the, in, in their entire life, seeing their mom gunned down like that and not living without their mom. And that girl was my a friend that I went to high school with, her name Kendi. So I want to shout out to Kendi and prayers to her and her family in this time of need. Then a couple weeks ago, a 55-year-old woman was shot. Another woman was shot. Another one was assaulted. Another one was raped on the train and nobody did anything. It is really, really getting bad out here for us women. And it's like, we've really got to be careful and we have to choose wisely who we bring into our lives. Like, it's really got my mind and my emotions all over the place. And I feel like we really, I just really need to get in a deep discussion about this. So, you know, I'm about to get into it, so just sit back, relax, and listen to the Real Conversation podcast. Like, this is some real deep stuff that I feel like my ladies have to hear and my guys hit me dear. Something got to change. Mama always told me.
right y'all so i'm back so basically i just want to say we got to stand up and do better y'all you know so all right so as y'all know my last segment i went completely off um because you know i was so frustrated and i was so aggravated about the thing that transpired with my deadbeat and his baby mom and i don't regret anything that i said or what anything i said what i said like I said, I don't like my peace to be disturbed. And I just feel like, you know, I've been through so much in life. And I just feel like, you know, I don't have time for the bullshit. I don't have time for the drama. I feel like us women should come together instead of the beefing. Like, I already made it known. Like, I cut a lot of bitches off in my life. Like, who's not consistent, who want to stir drama, use my kindness for weakness. Like, I'm done with that. Like, I'd rather have zero friends than deal with the fakeness. I'm done being nice. I'm done doing all that that shit. I'm only rocking out with the people that I know who fuck with me and who's got my back. And that's only a few people. Like, I'm not really sitting here pressed about not having no friends. Like, yeah, for a minute it got to me. Like, damn, it's like all these people... You know, I would go out for a limb or not there for me, but it's just a learning experience and it's like you got to do better. But as far as this whole fighting and arguing back and forth, I'm done with that. That's dead. That's dead. Like, that's the reason why, like, I snapped out on my podcast because I wanted to make it known that don't ever try me like that, especially when it comes to my son. I don't want to fight this girl. I'm not going to fight this girl. But at the same time, you're not going to sit here and try to play me. But we did come to a mutual understanding and I do see there is some type of agreement. Like I said, like, you know, we not the best of, we're not the best of friends. I can say we're cordial, but we're, are we friends? No, we, how I see it is we just have our, our, our kids or siblings. That's it. You know, because I was very hurt because like I said, I'm very sincere. Like I'm the type of person that well, I always want to do events. I always want to do this X, Y, and Z, but I guess people don't look at it the same way. When this whole situation came about, I was very sincere. I was all about bringing the kids together, doing X, Y, and Z. Like, that's all I wanted. Like, I don't want the drama. But then when I found out there was a motive and then when I, I said something about it, then stuff was being thrown at me, that's when I have a problem. And I thought I could look past it. And I am looking past it, but then it's just like, you know, when you someone did you do did something, you just can't look at that person the same. And the vibes is just not there no more. Like I'm I'm sorry. Like I thought I could I could do it because I really sincerely generally liked her, but then in my heart, like I feel like so much that was said when I when I looked those excuse me y'all. When I looked at those text messages, it just made me was like, wow, like she was just she just was throwing shots after shots and then trying to act like nothing happened and it's like at the end of the day you know what i'm not going to keep it back and forth just keep it respectful if you want to get my son that's it like i'm i'm out of it because you know i don't got time for the like honestly when i don't trust if i don't have trust with somebody like on that type of level like i have trust with my child because i know they're not crazy but once you lost my trust and you lost some of, of my respect it's like that's done and it's sad because i really bragged about this girl i really had a lot of love for her but for her to go out there or speak for a, a grown-ass nigga that ain't about shit that really fucked me up a lot because that's not where I mentally was at. I was in a positive space for me and my son bringing you in to try to be blended family. And I just felt like it was should have been a 
better bond but you know what come what was done in the dark comes to the light and it came out to the light and i'm not no fake bitch so i'm just gonna keep it as you know it's, it's just about sire it and that's about it like you y'all do what y'all want to do for my son but at the end of the day this whole co-parenting thing that is dead like i got nothing to do just i'm, I'm just over it like I said, I'm not sitting here beefing with no bitches. I'm not beefing with nobody because the world is really getting crazy out here. As you, like I said, like women are really being targeted out here. Like, and it's scary. Like these women are getting killed from left to right, left to right, left to right. And it's just like, damn, like it's like these and it's in the hands of these men. And it's like, wow, like, and it's, and it's sad, like. This whole year of me trying to start dating again, it's just, it's been crazy. I have not had a successful person in my life, you know, besides one person. But that's just, that's somebody that's been in the picture for years. But it's a still up and down situation. But, you know, it brings back to them, like, you know, these guys are really hurting us. Like, these, they're killing us. Like, that girl walking her her kids to school from from school and getting shot in front of her kids and killed the girl that the pregnant who who didn't get the experience to be a mom and who coming home from her baby shower what should have been the most joyful of her life her and her unborn baby are taken away senselessly by a man the i don't know what is in these air but these niggas do not respect nobody women and it's sad because you you men were birthed from women and you are out here treating us like any type of way y'all just want to sit here and play fucking mind games y'all want to fuck y'all want to expect x y and z but then y'all want to be out there doing y'all y'all don't want to be in a relationship but y'all want to fuck y'all want to do this y'all can't keep it a hundred that shit is sad that shit is getting old and it's getting fucking tiring Y'all niggas have no respect for women. Like I don't know what is it it, it is with you twenty twenty one niggas, but I'm y'all definitely changed. Cause definitely back when I was starting my twenty, I didn't have to deal with this. I was dating a couple niggas at the same time, and I kept them around for years and years, and they were never like this. If, um, yes, unfortunately, last year I had I I went through my first um assault by someone that I really cared about. And that just really brought to my attention, you know, about everything. Like, I know I wasn't going to speak on it, but damn, it's like now they keep people getting killed. I don't know. Like, I'm glad that I stepped away and I don't have no type of contact with him. Like, I'm glad. Like, I'm sure he wants me to be on his ass. I'm sure he wants me. I'm sure he's expecting me to reach out to him and be like, I miss. Like, no, that's dead. Once you put your hands on me and then not only that you put your hands on me, you had no remorse. You try to flip it and try to blame it on yourself. That's a true narcissist. This man was, I don't know, and I don't, th that's true narcissism. And I feel like he is capable of actually really killing somebody. So I'm really, at this point, I'm praying like, Dad, I really cared for him. I cried. I had my depressions. But I really am happy that I got rid of this because this man is a real narcissist. And this guy will, he will, he will do you so dirty, so dirty, and he won't. He won't even apologize. He will make it all about him. Like, I mean, I should have saw the signs. 
he if he's capable of putting his hands on me and I think I was the first person he put his hands on I'm not sure he's able to capable again and I feel like he it, it's crazy this was someone that I trusted someone that I, I bonded with and he put his hands on me like it's crazy these men don't respect us women now and we as us women we got to be careful like you know I was getting tired of do me trying to open up dating and these guys are the same like they they say one thing to make it want um make it make it you know make everything cool like they're this and that but once they get get what they want like then they want to act act up and then when you 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 say something about it it's like you're not allowed to express yourself then they want to try to flip it around on you like for instance like i met this nigga a, a, a couple weeks ago and i'm mad i was practicing celibacy and whatnot and he seemed cool he was saying all the right things but i my attention was not having sex with him and i'm mad at myself and i can say that to him like i wanted like i said like i said in my podcast all i'm trying to do is find a friend like i want a friend that will cuddle up with me not just cuddle and just be about sex i want a friend that to go out with go out to eat with do little shit go to the mall go bowling go go karting i want to have fun i want to go to the beach i want to travel i want to live my life i am 30 i'm trying to live my life i'm not gonna sit here and just fuck just the fuck i'm not doing that you gotta offer something like at the end of the day i'm putting my foot down that's why i don't care that i'm single the more i see about people going through relationships and i'm very happy for the people that are in relationships i used to be really sad and get depressed like damn i'm still not in a successful relationship but at the same time i gotta still continue my healing and why i keep picking the wrong niggas even though i already know why but it's like, these guys just don't know how to keep it real. Like, I tell every guy that I date, like, you know, I just got out of a situation that, you know, that really, really put me in a, a situation where I don't trust people. I don't trust niggas. I don't trust guys. I just want a friend. And I just want a friend that Mike can build. Go with the flow. If it don't work, it don't work. Shit, I had plenty of guys I dated and then it worked. And I'll just be like, okay, cool, deuces. I don't cry. I don't do that. But I do get aggravated because it's the same pattern. So with this guy, you know, he was saying all the right things. He's like, cannot we cannot go out for a drink or something? And I was all with it. Like, are you look, if you go ask me to go out on dinner or for food, you that's the key to my heart. That shit never happened. He wanted me to come over to his crib or whatever. But I did go over to his crib. But and it's crazy because I shouldn't have known better, but it's like I kind of like told him I just really want to get to know you better. But then afterwards, he wasn't he didn't he didn't keep it 100 with me. Like he didn't let me know. He let me know that he had he got full custody of his son at first, but he didn't tell me that he has his, his son all the time. He made it seem like he rotates with, you know, he rotates with his um baby mom. So I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. That's, you know, your son mainly lives with you." So when I go there, like now he's starting to say like, oh, blah, 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 like this, all the X, Y, and Z. But mostly, basically it was a plot. He basically wanted me there so he can kiss. He like, he put on some whack ass movie on Netflix. And basically, you know, he was just trying to get some. And I'm like, nah, like I was really trying to get to know him. All he kept doing was talk about my lips. I'm like, don't worry about my lips. Like I'm trying to get to know you. Like that's what I came here for. But no, he just kept going. But long story short. I was horny, so fuck it. I was like, all right, whatever. 
But then it's like, then he was like telling me, then he got to go get his son. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me that? So it was like, I felt like, okay, then you just rushed this shit. Like you just rushed this shit. So I just came, I drove all the way down here. This nigga lived all in city line. And I drove all the way down here for you to have a timeline. You didn't tell me. And, 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 and this is the, what is the crazy part? This nigga didn't feed me. This nigga didn't offer, like, are you hungry? Nothing. I just, he got some, and then I'm just thinking, like, I'm thinking, like, okay, can we get to chill? I was like, hopefully get to know him. But no, he had to go get his son. I'm like, damn, so you just kind of, like, you just really fucking tried to run play game on me. And I didn't like that shit. So I knew what the fuck he was doing. And then I addressed him about it. And then, of course, nigga want to be in his feelings and, you know, trying to come up with you all crazy. And I said, at the end of the day, nigga, you knew what the fuck he was doing. Now, all of a sudden, you a single fucking dad. And he felt like he, he wasn't obligated to tell me. Like we or we in a relationship. My nigga, it's not the simple fact you obligated to tell me. At the end of the day, I told you we grown as fuck. When sex get involved... You should let you should let people know where people stand so people's feelings don't get mixed up. I straight told him. I said, "Nigga, I told you straight up what I was looking for. I told you straight up what I was looking for." So it's like so now it's like, "Oh, it doesn't result to you?" I was like, "That that's that's some fake ass shit. Fake ass shit. I was mad as hell." Talk about he's not obligated. I'm like, Fuck you mean you're not obligated. Like, you're not obligated. You're right. You're not obligated. Because first of all, we're not in a relationship. But at the same time, like, it's general conversation where we meet. But you wanted the sex, though. So at the end, at the end of the day, you wasn't obligated to try to get me over to your crib to fuck me. Because in your mind, your intentions was to fuck. My intentions was to come and get to know you. And that's what I kept telling you. But you did that. And like I said, nigga, I said, I don't give a fuck because I'll be right on to the next nigga. It's just my thing is I told you it's just simple conversation. You could have told me you a single dad or whatever. I don't give a fuck about well, anything else you did. But don't sit here and try to make it seem like I'm just because now I'm calling you out on your shit. You want to try to make it seem like, it. No, you should have been real from the jump because I kept it real with you. And I wasn't obligated to tell you, but I out of I'm just I'm a type different type of bitch. I'm not gonna leave no nigga on. I'm gonna let you know what I want. Like, cause niggas will try to flip that shit. I don't want a relationship. I'm just looking for a friend. I'm healing. That's what the fuck it is about. So and me, I will I'm gonna tell you how it is. I don't hold shit back for no reason. And people think because the situation happened with my with when I got assaulted by that nigga. He, you think my mouth is going to be shut? No, I'm still going to talk because I learned for so many years. He made me feel like anything that I did, him and my father, anything that I said, like, that's why I have my podcast. I have a voice and I'm going to continue to keep talking because for many years I was verbally and mentally abused. And I was always taught that it anything I did or I say was wrong. And I just used to hide my feelings, but I'm not doing that shit no more. I have a voice and I have my right to a, um, to speak it. And no man is going to dictate what I have to say. Right is right and wrong is wrong. At least I'm, I'm the type of person to admit when the fuck I'm wrong. But none of these niggas are, are able to do it. So I get my, I'm, I get assaulted, but it's my fucking fault though. But you keep playing on my phone and you having a girl to call my phone. That's some narcissist shit right there. Just like my father. 
every I, I feel like I attract niggas that are just like my father because me and my father, to be honest, really never had that closure. And I have to get that. And it's like, I have to just let that shit go because he's not going to be that man to sit here and say, look, I failed you as a daughter. Because to this day, I blame him for a lot of the shit. I blame him for the assault that happened because he, I don't know what it is for a man to love me or treat me like a queen. I don't know the feeling. I attract niggas that are just like my, my dad. They, they talk that shit and then when something go wrong, they, they either shut down, they don't want to hear it, or they try to put the blame on you. And that's exactly, I, exactly what happened in my current situation. And I guess because I, daddy issues is real, y'all. And I have daddy issues, but now that I'm 30, I'm trying to grow out of it. And I'm learning to myself, like, you know what, I, I have to strengthen myself as a woman and know what I want. So that's why I am clearly, I state that I am very much single and I'm not ready to be in a relationship because I don't trust these niggas. Each guy that I let in my life or entertain, they have the same pattern. They feel like they don't want to, you know, keep it real. Like just keep it real. Like instead of causing all these dramas or playing with people's feelings, just keep it a hundred. Like y'all playing with people's feelings, but obviously y'all niggas don't care because now y'all playing with, with our, uh, our lives. Y'all really fucking playing with our lives. Y'all shooting us. Y'all getting mad. It's like, y'all want one thing from us. But then when we do another, y'all want to kill us. Like that is crazy. Y'all want to verbally abuse us. Y'all want to mentally abuse us. You want to physically assault us. And now you want to kill us. Like, that shit is whack. So, yeah, this nigga, like, I'm telling him off and he just talking all that shit. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I told him, I said, he said, oh, this is weird. I said, bye. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to address you. I said, you not ready for a real one. I'm going to address you. If I see something I don't like, I'm going to address you. You did what you did. You knew what you was doing. Now, all of a sudden, you're a single father. You don't have no time. You don't have this. And I said, I told you what I'm looking for. So you're just sitting here wasting my time. You can't give me the time that I want. You didn't make it. You made it known. How you going to ask me to go out for drinks and to eat? And we never got to do that. You knew what the fuck you was doing. You knew your situation. Because then afterwards, now you want to tell me you don't have no time for yourself. And I told this nigga plenty of times, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. This is not going to work. And he just kept saying, no, we're going to figure it out. And I'm like, no, like I'm already. Well, everyone knows me. I get turned off easily. And once I'm turned off, I'm turned off. Like I literally do regret that I had sex with him. Like, I regret. Like, I was really practicing my celibacy because I said the next guy that I give it up to, he's going to stick around and he's going to work for this shit. So now I have to restart over because this lame-ass motherfucker and I gave the fuck in. So, I look, I'm not blaming all on him. I blame myself. I, I gave in and I shouldn't have. I should have stayed on my ground. But lesson learned, next time I'm going to stay on my fucking ground because I'm not about to be played with no fucking more. This nigga knew what it was. Okay, I just felt like you should have been real. Like, yeah, you know, I want to hang with you, but it's hard. You know, I'm a single dad, blah, 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 da, da, da. I always have my son. I work six days a week. That's respectable. I understand, and I told him that, but this is not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a a, a travel buddy. I'm trying to go out. I'm trying to go out to eat. I'm not want to sit here and wait on you and keep asking when I'm going to see you. No. And then he didn't put an effort. He just kept talking and talking, but did not put no effort. 
Like, if you're not putting no effort in, that's what I told him. And it's like, and then he's another bitch-ass nigga. Because it's finally when I kept telling him it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And I'm like, you'll see? Example. Then he wanted to flip the script. Like, oh, forget it. It's not going to be, it's it's not going to work. I don't want to be, I don't. This motherfucker had the nerve to text my phone and talk about, at this point, I I just want to be friends. Nothing more. First of all, nigga, what, what, what more? You can't offer me more. And you was never going to get more. I said, you done turned me off so bad. I even told you this is not going to work. I said, I even told you, to, I even said to him on the phone, I regret having sex with you and I'm not going to have sex with you again. And I'm telling you, so how many times are you sitting here telling me like how now all of a sudden, now that I'm pressing the issue, now you want to switch it up. I hate niggas that try to switch it up. I was telling him for three days straight, this is not going to work. It's not going to work. I, I'm just not feeling it. And now now he wants to be in his feelings. Like, no, nah, I'm like, boy, bye. You talk about nothing more. What more? You can't even give me more if you wanted to. And even if you did, I don't want more. Like, I'm already turned off. I'm already uninterested. I don't want even ill. No, I don't want nothing to do with you. So I'm good. Like, niggas, you see how niggas flip shit? They don't want to be rejected. They don't want to... They don't want the woman to have the last word. They feel like they they need to have the last word. And that's fucked up. Like, niggas are just weird as fuck, dog. They are weird as fuck, my yo. And it's scary out here. So this is why I'd rather be single. Like, you know, me, I'd rather be solo dolo. You know, sometimes, yeah, it gets depressing and stuff. But seeing everything that's going on, I'd rather be single than have a man disrespect me. A man just sitting around wasting my time and have nothing to offer me. I have to put so much into it in the relationship and have to force them to do X, Y, and Z and do this and do that. And they think, no, I'm not doing all that. I have high standards. I do. I learned. I learned from a blood experience and it's okay. You can call me bougie. You call me all this. No, I'm learning. This is my worth. I'm capable of being a bomb wife, a bomb friend. I'm always there caring for others, trying to give back, always doing it. I give my love, my all my love, all my care. But the only thing is I give it to the wrong people. And that affected a lot of my relationships. Like I gave it... I gave I gave my love and all my care to the wrong person when I could have been given to someone who actually appreciated. There was a lot of people that I actually turned down that I could have been. There's a lot of people that sh- I should have had, but because I was so wrapped up with the wrong person, wrapped up with a narcissist, I could I lost good chances with potential people, and now it's too late. And that's my fault because I was so wrapped up with somebody that I thought was going to change or saw my worth, but they didn't see my worth. They just, they saw me like anybody else. They thought they was the shit, big power. But at the end of the day, no, I'm, it's, it's, it's a go around. No, I'm that shit. I know I'm that bomb ass shit. I got that bomb ass pussy. I got that bomb ass. I can cook. I could love. It's not even about the pussy. I love hard. I go hard. I go hard for my friends. It's not even that. I go hard for anybody. But for so many years, I gave it to the wrong people. I stopped a lot of shit that I was doing to make sure everybody else was good and let let me let me down to mental health and depression because I was going hard for people who want to go hard for me. Half the shit, half the people that I get went hard for, I can't even say none of them went. I only can say my cousin April, who's my best friend, my girl Ange, 
Lisa and um just a neighbor that's a few people that, that I that I could say that will go hard for me. Anybody else that I will go hard for, I don't see anybody them jumping up for me or helping me out when I'm in in time of need. I don't see none of the none of the asses. So that's why I'm being selfish. Even though I am having a Christmas party this year because I feel like with all the negativity and me battling my depression that been kicking in for a few months with this, you know, nonsense and stuff. I want to bring joy. So, yeah, I'm hosting a little Christmas Eve party. Whoever comes, comes, come. You know, like I said, I, I, I like to have my joint where it's like, you know, light, you know, because we have more fun then. Like, I just want to bring 2020 into something positive. Like, these killings are just crazy, are just fucking crazy so i i just i can't do it so it may get lonely but like i said i <laughs> and it's so funny i was listening to sierra's prayer i said like, so this was the prayer everyone was talking about i say and it's like i'm not saying i say it from word to word but since that situation with the assault i was saying those words like to god like i was asking god like god you know my heart. You know my strength. You, I know I'm a queen. Just make me feel like it. Just get my strength up. You know, the next person, you know, I, I, I still have faith that I will have be married. I will find my husband. I will have my family. I just, I said basically Sierra's prayer, but I just reworded. I'm like, so this is Sierra's prayer? I said, man, you just have to put your own prayer of what you want and God will do it. But... We got us ladies, we got to do better because I see got girls that are just settling for nothing. Girls that are bad and just settling for nothing because they don't want to be lonely. Guys cussing them out, calling them all types of names. It's like that's the new thing. Like guys are just calling girls bitches and hoes and fuck you, bitch. Like they don't give a fuck. Like they really don't give a fuck. Like they will put their hands on you. Now they're killing you. Like you ladies, y'all got to be careful. That's why I said just just be mindful. Yes, it's okay to date, but just be mindful. Just get their vibe. Like now with all the BS that I'm going through, like I'm catching people's vibes and once I catch a vibe, oh, I will cut you off. Like this guy that I that he really thought he was actually doing that. He thought I was going to really stick around. He's here. I let him stick around for a little bit. But once I, I saw that he wasn't about it, I was good. Like little do he know, like he felt he, he kept saying little certain things like, oh, I'm going to leave you alone. I blocked you. He lied and said that he blocked me on social media and blocked me off his phone app. No, when I did it, he decided on Thanksgiving. He wanted to write me some bullshit, talking shit. So I cussed him the fuck out that morning. I called him to cuss him the fuck out and checked them. As a, again, niggas don't like to be fucking checked. They can do what they want to do and say whatever they want to do to you, but they don't like to do it. No, you want to you wanna be on my IG on Thanksgiving night when I'm with my family? Oh, nigga, in the morning, on your way to work, I'm going to fuck your day up. So I called the nigga and I checked him. You not about to hit me up and talk that rah-rah shit, then, then go, and then go around saying that you blocked me. Nigga, you didn't block me, because as soon I hung up on your bitch as you kept, and then I saw the bubbles that you was trying to text me. Blocked you. Went right on IG, blocked you. See, I, these guys always feel like they want to get the upper hand. They can't take rejection. They can't take a strong-ass woman that's letting them know, like, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, like, no, nah, I'm good, block. 
they just feel like they have to get the upper hand. Like, that's so corny. So when they don't get the upper hand, they want to try to lie on your name. They want to verbally abuse you, mentally abuse you, and now, now kill you now. That's sad. Like, we, us women can't even have no say-so. But ladies, stand up. Stand up. Fight back. Do not let these niggas talk to you any type of way. Like, it's scary now. Like, I try to avoid any type of situation. It's like, you can't even, like, when a guy's trying to talk to you, you, you gotta, like, I try to walk away because I feel, I feel like they're too aggressive. Like, they, if you don't, you used to could be like, I'm good. I mean, there's some type of situations I'd be like, no, I'm good. Or I'd be acting like I'm on my phone, like I don't hear them. Like, but you have to be careful with that because if they get feel rejected, they're ready to kill you. There's a lot of girls that have been killed or shot because they got rejected. Like, shit is scary. Like, these are low-ass niggas, I'm telling you, you dog. Low-ass niggas that should be ashamed of themselves and their mamas should be ashamed of yourself because how you gonna disrespect a woman when you came out of a woman and a woman fucking raised you? You 2021 niggas, y'all ain't it and y'all are not shit. Period. But I gotta take a quick break, y'all. I'll be right back. But yeah, like I said, y'all, like we got to stand up for each other. Like all this beefing and shit that y'all got got going on. Y'all want to keep going back and forth. I'm not going back and forth with no bitch, no nigga, no nobody. Like if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. That's just what it is. And I say that all the time. But as far as us beat me beefing or fighting, it has to get real to the point of me putting my hands on you. Like if you play with me and you play with my child, that's the only time or you come at me. That's the only time I'm fighting. Other than that, I'm not giving my energy no more. I already did that with my podcast because I was mad. Because, like, I was out of character. Like, I'm not dealing with no niggas ever trying me. And I'm glad that my podcast and me snapping out that day, that brought awareness. Because, sure enough, when I, yeah, let's go back. Let's go back. Because, sure enough, when... And we did the meetup to drop myself. Like I said, I allowed my son to go over there for Thanksgiving. You know, I don't know about the Christmas holidays because some, some, I don't know. I'm not even going to speak on that. But all I know is this nigga that had so much shit to talk to his baby mom about, pillow talk, had so much shit to say, but said it through her, was in that fucking car. And let me tell you, y'all. Let me just reiterate, this nigga had his head down the whole time. A part of me just wanted to be like, nigga, hello, nigga, you got something to say to me now? Because at the end of the day, don't don't go to your baby mom and talk, feel some type of way when, nigga, you can easily have your baby mom call me or whatever. At the end of the day, like I said, I made valid facts and points. If there's anything that needs to be discussed to me, your your baby mama's on my fucking Instagram. We follow each other. She looks at my stories. If anything needs to be discussed, there all you could do was like, hey, can you tell her this? Because at the end of the day, you want some pussy shit. I'm the mother of your oldest child that you have never been there. And you still can't communicate with me because you know you dead ass wrong. Because you know you can't fucking come for me. Because you've been a deadbeat since day one. I don't like your bitch-ass mom. I don't like your bitch-ass Caleb. But yeah, they were the ones that raised them. But they're out the fucking picture. So, by like I said, by seeing him um, last Wednesday and him sitting in the car and acting like he was on the phone and couldn't acknowledge me, he couldn't even look at me, that showed me like, yeah, okay, now I guess he understands that he, now we, 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 we all have a clear understanding. Keep my fucking name out your mouth. Don't ever do that because I'm going to address any of you. 
Like, I'm no, don't play with me. Leave me alone. Let me live my life. You don't like it, don't, then so what? Leave me the fuck alone. But I'm glad we got a clear understanding and I'm glad that I had witnesses to show that he was looking like a bitch. Because my sister, shout out to her, was like, look at him looking, sitting there looking like a little bitch that don't even have to say nothing. Had all that shit to say to his baby mom and his baby mom had to relay the message to me. Why the fuck you not saying this? Why you not picking up the fucking phone? Why you not calling her? Why is she not on the phone and you telling me X, Y, D? I don't want to fucking talk. And I, I waited. I wanted to see if he was going to be a man enough while I was right there to say all the shit he had to say. But nope, he didn't say nothing. He act like he didn't see me looking like a looking like a punk ass nigga. At least we got it. At least we got it. Like I said, at least he knows the rules. Keep my name out your mouth. Don't address me. Don't want to talk to me. You ain't nothing. You're a pussy ass nigga to me. And we're always going to keep it like that. Your relationship is with your son and you're my son only. Your son with my, my son and him only. Don't put me in the equation. Don't, don't, don't put me in the equation. I'm in here trying to do what I have to do for him and that's it. So now, like I had, I had three witnesses that was laughing and calling him all types of pussy. So if I if let them, I hope I don't have to get back on here on my podcast and say he tried me, y'all. Because like I said... I'm not talking because next time he tries me, I'm going to the Cheesecake Factory. I'm like, nigga, you had all that. You you had the opportunity to say what you had to say when you saw me face to face. But you was acting like you was on your phone. You did not give no type of eye contact. Your, your head stayed down. So keep it down. Keep my name out your mouth. Do what you have to do for him. And that's all you have to do. Like, even if you do, I, I'm just over it. But like I said, these niggas, they got so much shit to fucking say. You got the pussy ass niggas like my, with my deadbeat. And then you got these niggas that just want to act like they big and bad. Like, I just don't get it, y'all. That's why I say, like, people want to settle for nothing. And now I'm really starting to accept that I am single. Yes, that shit hurts sometimes. It's like, damn, I want to boo love with somebody. I want to cuddle with somebody. I want to go out to eat with somebody. But these guys are crazy. They are some liars. They are some emotional. Like, they, they are. I Since I started dating, I've been going through, like, all types of weird ass niggas emotional weirdos niggas that just don't know what to say out their mouth like i've been through it out the same niggas that just want to lie just want to get the 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 pussy and lie about it i'm just like why can't you just say that like if i'm telling you straight up i don't want a relationship just be like well we can be you know we can just you know be friends on the sexual level like friends with benefit why can't y'all real be that y'all want to run games and then as soon as y'all have sex y'all wouldn't be like y'all don't want to have a relationship like okay that's fine that's why couldn't you say that in the beginning because that's what i said like it's just like what's the point like y'all wasting time y'all wasting people's time y'all playing with people's feelings i'm done it's not even playing with my feelings no more because i don't i don't have any feelings to give to anybody no more i'm scared to give my feelings to anybody it's just like if I talk to somebody, okay, I don't mind meeting new people. I want to meet new people because I am hopeful that one day I will meet or come across a dope-ass guy that could be a friend. And I'm not looking at him like, oh, he's going to be my future husband. Like, I just want a friend. Like, I really do miss having a male friend to talk to. I don't have the male friend to really talk to. I mean, I do have a few male friends, but it's not like on that type of level. You know, but it's like I want that male friend that could be like hey let's go out to eat let's do this let's meet up like it's been a while since I had that and back then like I said those male friends I kept for a while and it's like now it's just like 
these new niggas, they are weird. That's what I could say. They're weird. Then you address them. Like, it's like you can't speak. And ladies, don't let don't let no nigga say you can't speak. But if you feel like you are in danger and you feel like they got temper, do not go back. Leak, block that nigga and go AWOL. Don't let this. See, when I go on dates, I make sure I don't know where they I don't I meet them and they don't know where I live. I let them know where I live, but they do not know my address. Because if I have to be on they on some weird shit and I have to block them, deuces because I don't I don't have time for it. But I want my ladies to stand up because this is not right. We have to stand up. We have me justice. We cannot let these guys keep talking to us all crazy, doing all that, but we also have to protect ourselves. If you know this person is just not right, get away as fast as you can. There are too many women that are, are suffering from domestic violence. It's not cool. Guys do not like to take no for an answer. Guys do not like to take rejection. You need to let go. If you feel that type of way, if they can't take it, the, the first sign, you have to try to get out that situation and quick. Make yourself not unavailable. Make yourself where you and your kids are safe. Because I am not doing that. That's why it's like, you know, I'd rather be home in the bed, not be all booed up on a date night as much as I love to. But it's like, it's scary nowadays because these guys have tempers. Then they do things to you. And then when you react, you're not supposed to react. You're supposed to be on some pushy, a female pushy shit and just let that shit ride. And I'm sorry. I'm a very vocal person and I'm not going to sit here and let nobody ever talk to me like that. I did that. I let a nigga talk to me crazy. And for sometimes I would fight back. Sometimes I would argue back. Sometimes I was like, you know what? I don't have time. But after that situation, I'm going to stand the fuck up. I'm not going to just because he put his hands on me. That don't make no make me shut up. That's just going to make me fight even more. I'm going to never, ever let a nigga ever talk to me crazy make me feel low of myself make me feel like i'm not good enough always try to flip the script and make it seem like i'm in the wrong when i know the facts like we're just gonna keep arguing argue about that shit i'ma address you whatever and i'ma be like okay whatever but one thing about me if i did something wrong i'll be like okay yeah i did x y and z when are you gonna open up to your shit after that assault that happened to me that's what i learned that i'm never gonna let no nigga ever talk to me crazy make me feel bad about how I how I do things how I live or do something if I did something wrong I'm gonna admit to that thing but I'm not gonna let them keep throwing that shit in my face or do whatever or whatever I know what the type of person I am I know I'm feisty I know I got a mouth on me but does that give you the right to put your fucking hands on me is that give you the right to tell me who I am as a person when you have a lot of shit on your hands you can sit here and talk to other fucking females I'm not the only fucking female you can sit here and tell me all these other girls that you dated their fucking business and bring them down you living with a girl that you know every time you you get kicked out somewhere you go to her house and i feel bad for her because she lets you come back and you sit here and stay dogging her name out you are a man that just is not worthy of nothing you are not worthy. And these women, and I'm and I'm guilty of them. These women cry over you. They do all these things for you. And that got to his head. But I'm glad I'm not a fucking part of it. It's a lesson learned. Because niggas like that is a true narcissist. And all, just, all he wants is attention. And then he's going to dog you out to the next bitch. And I'm sure that bitch he had called my phone, he probably dogged him out. That's a weak ass move. And that's a weak ass nigga that needs the fuck help. 
but he got the right one. He thought he won something, but he didn't win nothing over here because I'm still living. I'm still doing what I got to do and I'm still talking. He probably think I'm still winning because I still bring him up time to time. But it ain't about that. This is bringing awareness of bitch ass niggas like him. This is someone that I called my friend. This is someone who I vented to, someone who gave me advice and he switched up on me because he has mental issues that he doesn't want to face himself. And I don't know what he needs help. But at the end of the day, I'm not the only one. There's other relationships that he told me about that all they cared was they wanted, they, they cared for him, they did this. But I think that he only he was only around for a reason. But then all of a sudden he just want to talk, oh, they're bitches, they're this, they're that, they're that. I'm not the only one. You just want that. Something's mentally wrong with these niggas. And I'm telling you, ladies, stand up for yourself. You know what, what you have in life. You know what you got to work on with yourself. Don't let no nigga and no bitch ever tell you that. I even had a few bitches try to tell me about myself and what I have to do. And I'm looking at them like they have way more other shit that they got going on. And they trying to tell me about my fucking life and how what to do. Like, don't ever come for me. Like, no. When you got shit that you got to work on yourself. Don't sit here and try to say, oh, I should do this. I'll look, I'm just going to look at you and be like, uh-huh, okay, but you got X, Y, and Z going on. Don't ever do that. Because at my, at my age, I know what I have to work on. And I, every day I'm still working on it. Am I perfect? No. Hell no. I don't know why people think that I think that I'm better than the next or anything. I don't believe in being better than the next. I believe in bringing a everyone together uplifting each other that's why i'm about to do segments now on my podcast called shine a light on them where every where i'm each each week i'm gonna pick a different person and i'm gonna shine a light on them about about positivity and what they do and all this other stuff like that's my goal right now like fuck all this negativity there's too many negativity the devil has been dancing like crazy for months and it's time to break this cycle it's time to break the cycle of the sadness the depression and all of this it's time to break a cycle and start building people up. That's the problem what's going on. We are not building each other up. We're just too very worried about what the next person is doing. Me, personally, I'm not worried about what nobody else is doing. I may see something and I might, you know, you know, speak my words and, you know, and I'll be like, mm, not my problem. It's not my problem. I don't pay their bills. I'm not that type of person. Like I said, I might see something on social media, but I'm not going to sit here. If it's not positive, I'm not going to say nothing because it's not my business. I see a lot of shit on social media, but I keep quiet because I'm, first of all, that causes internet drama back and forth. And I don't do the social media, internet back and forth. That's one thing I don't do and I'm not never going to do. So I shut up. Like I don't that's why I see when people argue on social media about what they say. It's like what what is the purpose? Like why what is it going to affect you? Like I that's what I get because what is me going to stand up by saying something? What is that going to affect me? Is that going to pay my bills? Is that going to pay my rent? Is that going to pay my car? Is that going to pay put food in my house? Is that going to pay my bills? What is me worrying about what the next person has to do for me? That's just a mindset I have. But these other people, niggas and, and bitches, they just feel like they, they, they see what you do and they have something to say. And I think it's stupid. Why are you so worried about what's going on over here? It's okay for you to have an opinion. And it's okay for you to give encouraging words, be like, hey, you should try out. Because that's what I do. Like, But at the end of the day, 
you're a grown person. You're your own person. I can only give you advice and just you have to go through it. You have just like me. Everyone told me I had to should have stayed away from that nigga. Did I listen? No, I had to learn the hard way. And I had to. Sometimes people have to learn the hard way. But I'm just not that type. So when when I uh, the comment was made to me that thinking that I oh I'm think I'm better than someone else. I don't think I'm better than anyone. I just feel like I wake up every day and I'm blessed to be waking up another day, waking up to be in my bed, my home, seeing my 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 handsome son and just be able to be out and about and doing what I have to do and just focus on life. I got things I'm trying to do. I'm 30 years old now. I got things I'm trying to do. I want to move. I'm trying to get down south with a passion. I got better things to do to worry about the next. I got better things to do than to bring the next person down to block my blessings. I'm trying to gain blessings, not block my blessings to be worried about it. So I'm not going to sit here. I'm very, that's what I can say about myself. I'm very different. From everybody else. I'm not going to speak on what's going on. That's what I had to even say with my family. I had to cuss, cuss a few of my family members out. Because they felt the need. They always got to say something regarding it. Regarding what I post on social media. And run back and tell my grandma. What does that do for y'all? Is that helping her pay her bills? Is that helping y'all pay your bills? Running back what I'm posting? And the fucked up part is. None of these motherfuckers in my family. Nobody has even you know, acknowledge that my son was on Fox 29, that his clothing line was on Fox 29. The fact that you can Google my son and you, you he's all got interviewed. He got interviewed on the radio. You know, no, nobody can say that about my son. But let me put, like I said, let me post a butt-ass naked prerogative picture. Oh, they be like, oh, Tyler posting this on social media. But nobody says shit about my son. This is why I have no respect for my family. I only deal with certain members of my family, and that's my grandma. Everybody else I don't fuck with. Like, I don't like her fucking daughter. I don't like her granddaughter, or her her great-granddaughter, Dominique, bitch. I don't like them because a lot of my family is the reason why I suffer from mental health, too. And the number one person is my father. But I'm learning every day to forgive and just let go with my father because my father is the biggest piece of my that was holding me back up with a lot of stuff that I did, holding on to a lot of anger towards him, dating the wrong men. So I have to every day I have to learn God and just be like, let go. He's not going to he's not going to admit to his wrong. So let karma and let God deal with that. I'm not searching for answers no more. I used to ask myself, why, 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 why did he do this? But now it's like when I see him, I don't care. I don't care. You know, I try to have that relationship when I'm on, I call him, but he, he sucks at calling the phone. But, you know, I'm going to continue to shed light and, and brightness. No matter how bad he hurt me, I'm going to be the bigger person because at the end of the day, to be honest, he is he's my only surviving parent. Yesterday marked 20 years that I lost my mom. 20 years that I lost my mom yesterday, the 28th. My mom passed November 28, 2001. I was 10 years old. It's been 20 years. He's still around. And yeah, I don't have that father-daughter father-daughter relationship with him. And you know, it's sad. And I'm I'm truly not gonna have that relationship with him. But you know, I I just have to be the bigger person, just be like, hey, whatever. I I have accepted. We're not gonna have that family bond. That's a bond, a family bond that I have to create on my own with me, my son, and then whoever God puts in my life. That's how I accept it. 
you know, all for years I try to accept and try to get his love and his attention, but I'm over it. I'm 30 years old now. I've been giving them my energy since I was fucking 20, and every time I turned around, it was different. It was some bullshit, even though I know it's different now because he's he's he divorced the bitch. Yes, hallelujah to that. I'm sorry. Every time I do that, I get a whoo. I get a praise Lord that he's he left that chick. Bye-bye. Bye, bitch. Lanaya Austin. But you, oh, Lanaya Austin, you still can get these hands. Because, bitch, you, you're the reason why a lot of this damaged, broken, damaged family happened. Because you lie, your lies, you're manipulating your mouth. Talking about your North Philly, West Philly. Bitch, I'm still waiting for that North Philly, West Philly. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, I know that we're supposed to be women on women, but people like that, people like like her, no, nah, she's out the equation because she did a lot of damage. She's not on woman on woman or doing anything. She's a fraud, and she she I don't wish nothing nothing bad against her like death or anything. But she but she can get these hands. Some bit her people like her don't deserve no acknowledgement i cannot be a grown woman and be like let let bygones be bygones she done do did too much i will never ever be faking bond with her i know you are my my little brother my little sister's mother i still don't respect you cj will still always be my baby and bitch always fuck you like i said my dream is is to go down south buy a house and i'm trying to buy a four bedroom house because when my little brother turns 18 and he decides he want to come live with me he can definitely come with me so at the end of the day i don't care i got shit to do i'm trying to i just feel like Okay, 2020, 2020 was our effed up year for everybody. It was just our down year. 2021 was our, you know, recovering and trying to come back up year. Now, 2022, and I'm proclaiming it, I'm manifesting is the year that I'm coming for what's mine. I'm coming up. I'm already doing things now. The fact that I was already, you know, my podcast actually i don't be on my podcast like that but people still listen i have you i have listeners in the uk and stuff and the fact that somebody found out about my podcast and emailed me and wanted to come in it for an interview about mental health which was a great discussion really honored me like you know my podcast is getting somewhere and i feel like everything else that i have racing in my mind that i'm gonna get i'm gonna get there that's why i'm saying i don't have time for distractions i don't have time for the 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 nonsense with drama with with fake friends relationships with niggas like if a guy is gonna come into my life then so be it it's in it's in god's time god's willing but right now I don't need no distractions unless this guy is going to be got the same mindset that I want want to build. They got a successful field. They want to build a brand and let's go. Cool. But I just don't want nobody that's going to just be laid up or always want to see me at the last minute because that's what that dude always want to do. Like I'm in the bed. Everyone know I'm in the bed chilling. I'll be I'll be in the house chilling. I'm I'm in the bed watching my shows and come 10 o'clock. I'm I'm chilling. There is no way. You go hit me up at the last minute. Talk about do you feel like coming out? First of all, I'm not used to this, y'all. I'm a, I'm I'm dead ass. I'm not used to. Uh, 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 that's why I was mad because it looked like I had to always had to go see him. I don't mind doing once in a while, but first of all, I kept telling him that's the thing. I don't like repeating myself. And then 
I have, you're just like you're a single dad. I'm a single mom. So I'm not going to just leave my house and then take that drive, that 50 minute drive all the way to see you and leave my child on a school night when you want to hit me up at the last minute. I need consistency. I need communication. I'm sorry. That's how I roll. If you telling me X, Y, Z, oh, my son's going to be X, Y, Z. Yo, you can come up up here, blah, 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 or I can come there, da, da, da. Like, that's what I need. I never dealt with a little last minute. Every guy I dated, I can at least say, okay, they wanted to come see me. We made plans. They're coming to see me X, Y, here. What time? When are they? When are we leaving? What are we doing there? La, da, da. We had time. That's the type of person. I don't do the last minute shit. Like, I'm not going to be in my bed and then look at my phone and I'm tired and I'm all relaxed and you going to be like, you feel like coming out? No. I'm not coming out. Why do you keep doing this? At the, and then the fucked up part, if I'm sitting here telling you, don't stop doing last minute stuff. Like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I have a child too, and then I have to drive, and you're not you're not sitting here, and it seems like I have to keep coming to you. I don't like doing like do that. I don't I don't mind doing half and half, but I'm used to guys guys coming to see me for real for real. I got spoiled, but that's somebody else's that who who's gonna remain nameless. He got me spoiled to that, you know, seeing me and taking me out. So it's like. But at the same time, yes, yeah, good to get out the house. But it's like, unless you my nigga, you're he wasn't my nigga. And like I said, I was more ashamed of myself of what happened the first night when I was trying to feel his vibe. And I didn't. And then he was on some slick shit, had to get his son and then let me know. So I drove all the way down there for we just to, to get what you want and then just leave. And then you left me hungry. Oh, that was that was a that was already a no go. That was already I was like, oh, no. But I was just trying to give him the benefit of doubt to see if he did. But he was not, like I said, he was showing no action. With me, you got to show consistency. You got to show action. I don't do no talking. That's, I, I, I'm sorry. With these people in 2021, talking is out the fucking equation. I don't do talking. People, they talk and I just look at them like, okay, yeah, we see. I'm all about action. Because all year, all I've been hearing was X, Y, Z, blah, 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 and nope, nobody has came through with their word. I'm all about the word because if you, if I say something, oh, best believe. If I say I'm going to pop up and see you something, oh, I'm going to pop the fuck up and I'm going to be right there. I just, I'm all about action. I'm not about talking and you not doing it. It's like I went through so many disappointments. I don't have time. I am that type, like, and I don't care. I will be single until maybe, what, well, another good 10 years from now if I have to because I need consistency, I need respect, I need a king that is going to protect, protect this queen, not call me out my name, not always putting the blame on me, being, you know, not getting in an argument and always, you know, you know, feel like he got to get the upper hand when I am addressing something in a positive manner, get all defensive and then want to get all worked up. No, I need a real man that can listen, that can vibe out with me. Look, look, no relationship is perfect. There's going to be arguments, but I want somebody that's going to feel me, understand me, know my pain that I went through and the fact that I gave my care my love to the wrong nigga and i'm trying to regain that you know the verbal and mental abuse that i had to deal with my father from men constantly now i just want a man a friend that's gonna listen to me understand me heal me 
and just be that friend. I'm not looking for that relationship, right? Uh, uh, like a boyfriend girlfriend relationship. I'm the type that I just wanted to go with the flow. I'm basically following in God's footsteps. Like every day, I I have to remind myself and I repeat myself when I feel like that. I said, you gotta walk by faith, walk by sight. You cannot walk by. You have to walk by faith, not by sight. And I've been listening to that Monica, and let me tell you. I've been having other stuff that was going on in my life. And by me keep saying that over and over and over and praying and then listen to that song, I learned that I have to walk by by faith. And by me walking by faith, things has been happening that I don't have to. Usually I would have anxiety for and or I'm stressed out. How am I do this? How am I do that? How am I do this? And it's just like. Usually that stuff where I'm scared or my anxiety, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Like, it's just like everything has just been falling in place. Like, it's like it's really true. You really got to walk by faith and not by sight. And it's really been helping with me with my anxiety and my depression. It's really has been it's really been doing it like just 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 falling back and just, you know, just dealing with a lot of things, looking back and being grateful of all the things that happened in my life. And just, it's a, just take it as a learning experience. It hurt, it hurt me, but it didn't break me. My pain that I went through is not in vain. It's just building me to be the woman that I am. And it strengthened me. I cried so many tears. I had so many anxiety attacks. I cried, I cried, I cried. People didn't hear my cries. Only a certain amount of people heard my cries. But those people that heard my cries, I thank you. Because when I do become successful, y'all coming with me. I promise on God, on everything, those people that heard my cries. The people who didn't and didn't, the main people that should have heard my cries. Like my father. I cried so much and I heard, he, I, he heard me cry so many times. But he never gave me that comfort or that closure like, look. I love you. I'm your I'm still your father. I'm here. You are because this is the same man that contacted the same person that put his hands on me. So you mean to tell me before all this happened, you can contact him and tell him I'm a mental person. I'm this. I'm crazy. But this man put his hands on me and you want to stay out of it. Just like how he contacted my son's grandmother and they try to make a plan to get my son use my mental health this is why i am a, now officially an advocate of mental health with vision vision the podcast by them i'm officially an advocate now because people like them my dad he don't knock it no more but he used to him and my younger sister they used to say i'm crazy i need help i need to be 302 that damaged me as a person like you're a loved one now i all the times I wanted to kill myself. So if I killed myself, who's going to put the be the blame? And I would have made sure, please note, if something happened to me, if I was to commit suicide, don't be fake at my funeral. Don't let my father and none of them at my funeral because they are the ones that led me to it by bringing me down, always bringing me down. And I'm done. And I made it no done. So for them to mock it, and especially um, my son's bitch-ass grandma, Tamara, mocking my mental health and doesn't and she's another narcissist she's another female narcissist she's she's very disrespectful but because i i i i i um i'm 100 on her level i can get disrespectful back oh you want to talk to me back oh i i match your energy 
She doesn't like when no one match her energy. And she met her match with me, but I'm worse. So, so she wants to tell people I'm crazy, I'm schizophrenic, I'm bipolar, I'm disrespectful to the fact that she didn't come to her son's, my son's graduation. Basically, now you're going to eat your words. Because at the end of the day, everything that she said about me is going to come back to her. That's why she's lonely. She's miserable. She can't keep a man. That's why she is going to have all bad things happen to her. Because she want to mock my mental health. And she did it in a bad way. People that mock people's mental health, you're not going to go far in life. And like I said, there is a, all the things she has done, there is a big sign with her name in hell. And I hope she really rots in hell. Because I'm sorry to say I'm keeping it all away. This is a real conversation. If anything was to happen to her today or tomorrow, which I'm not wishing death on her, I'm I, I lie to you not. I I will not attend her funeral. My son will not attend her funeral. I will not be saying rest in peace because all of the harm and pain that she done to me and to my son, she doesn't deserve. I'm very happy that she's legally out of my son's life. She will never have the opportunity to come into my son's life until my son is of, of age. She will never do that because as a mental health advocate, I will not tolerate anyone disrespect anybody's mental health. Mental health is here. It's real. People are killing themselves. We are us women are getting killed. Because we don't have that validation. We don't have that person to protect us. Just like I got my hands put on by a man. I did not have my father to protect me. He was he never protected me. He always made me look like bad. He was always calling people to make me look crazy. He didn't want nobody to help me. I didn't never had that protection in my life. So that's why I'm scared to give anybody my trust or my heart ever again. Because I never had that protection. And that all stems from home, from my father. And no, he never did. Yes, when we when I was a kid before my mother passed. But when he remarried to the devil, my father was not my protector when I needed him the most when I was in my teens. So I don't know what it's like to have a, a, a man love me or actually care for me. To know what, what a queen deserved. I had to learn that for myself. And every day I'm still learning how to self-love i have to learn how to love myself i have to do self-healing self-caring self everything self-motivation because i didn't have a strong man in my life to tell me who i am thank god for people the males in my life that kept me like that but i never the main person who was supposed to show me and protect me was not there and he failed me and he know he failed me and this is real shit and these are why and 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 it kills me because what if what if Corey did kill me? What if this nigga did kill me? This is the same person you talked to and told him that I was this, this and that. Any chance you got you and the fact the messed up part is you went on his social media to find him. That's how fucked up it is. What father would do that to his daughter? And that's what I'm saying. Us women, we need protection. And these guys are not going to do it. If my father couldn't do it, who is going to be there to protect me? Now, I have a son that I have to raise and teach him how to protect and respect women. Because sure enough, his father can't show him. Because his father hops and hops from to any girl that's going to keep him attention, who's going to give him the attention. That's all he cared about since day one. So... 
I have to teach my son because my father sure enough didn't teach me. He just showed me the pain of being hurt by men multiple times. Being a man putting their hands on me verbally, mentally, verbally abused me like he did. Like we got to do better as women. We need to come together. Stop all this arguing. Stop all this thingy. Like I, like I said, I'm not giving no energy and arguing with no, no female no more. Not even with a guy. I just need peace. I need, I just need peace. I need healing. And I just, that's why I said, I need to start shedding. We got to do something. And talking is not going to do it. Like I said, action is going to prove more. And that's why I said, after this podcast that I'm sharing for us women, that's why I'm going to do shine a light on them. I already reached out to a few people of, that I already know that in my podcast, I'm going to shine a light on them because they deserve recognition because you never know what someone is going through. And I'm happy that people on social media, strangers every day, write long letters. This lady wrote a long letter message to me on Facebook last week that said that I should be a proud mom. I'm doing this and doing that and all this. Told her my story and everything. And she just gave me some encouraged word. I'm always getting encouraging word on social media. And I just want to say to all those people on social media that don't even know me like that but heard my story i just want to say thank you thank you for my listeners thank you for the people that are listening to me out all on all of my 18 live streams people all the way into the uk thank you for listening to me thank you for listening to my story i know i'm very feisty i'm using that i'm turning my every everything that was said about me you know being feisty oh i run my mouth too much everything that was said to me by a lot of people i'm turning it into a positivity and i made it into my own podcast where i have over two like i have like a lot of uh, so many listeners right now to the point that I don't know how but I was contacted by another podcast that wants me to do that and now I just found out that I could be in this um, podcast group and we can all share different things like something positive like I'm so grateful you know it's sad because I never really got any validation from my family and it hurt because you want validation from somebody in your family. But I did get it from my cousin, my aunt, my, my cousins. I got it from my aunt. But everybody else, the fact that I didn't get from my father, you know, yes, I got it from my grandmother. But everybody else, I didn't get the validation for. That's why I just stay away. I don't care. Like I said, my grandma said my cousin was having something. And I said, I don't care. I'm not going to go nowhere that I'm not invited. It doesn't bother me no more. I'm at that point where I was where it hurt me with my family like I was really going through it with my family now that I turned 30 like things with my family don't bother me I can care less my grandma knows who I don't like in the family and I just be like okay whatever like I can really care less like I told her I don't care they can have I rather will be by myself my family does not run me because at the end of the day, they're not, they don't do anything. They don't check on me. They don't check on Sayer. I don't know when's the last time any of my family members has been up here besides my cousin, April, who is my best friend. She's the only one that comes up here when needed. Anybody else? I don't know when the last time my father's been up here. I don't know when the last time my anybody has been up here, but everybody's so worried about what Tyler does or what she says or talk or whatever, but no one's checking on, oh, like, how are you doing? How's your mental health? How's you and the baby? We just want to come see you. How's your beautiful home? You, you, you know, you still got your beautiful place. No one wants to come check on me. So it's like, 
but no one y'all y'all got so much to say but y'all not talking about oh congratulations on Sayer's um you know business and now his second business that he's about to do that's kind of messed up but you know what I'm over it now I don't want to be bothered y'all stay where y'all at if I see you catch you in traffic you know because you never know who's at my grandma's house hey what's up hi whatever maybe talk and keep it moving i don't care if i'm invited no more and that's another part of the chapter that i'm glad that i closed because y'all know my family like people i used to go on facebook live and just air them out i cuss family members out but i'm not giving them that energy no more like i'm over it i don't care no more y'all can have family thing and i just i don't care i'd rather be in the cut because i feel like y'all are not praising me and in the good y'all just rather say what y'all say in the bad i don't want to deal with y'all i'm not gonna be fake and phony y'all did so much damage through my whole 20s y'all i'm not giving y'all energies in my 30s so like i said i'm a stand up for me i'm a stand up for right i am a woman i am a mother and to all my women and my mothers out there stand up for you stand up for you and protect yourself protect your babies because these men are not out here to protect us. We have to get on our knees and pray every day. Heavenly Father, please protect our women. Please protect our mothers, our beauties. We know our worth. Let us do better by finding these men. And Lord, I ask and pray that you, whatever that is in the air in this year of this year of 2021, I pray that 2022 gets better, that you will bring to us strong women who are strong and worthy of you, you just bring a man like there. I know there are good men out there, but please, but until then, I ask you to put your hands on all the, us beautiful women and mothers from any type of abuse, mental, verbal, physical abuse, harm, murders. Please cover your arms to the families that have lost these loved ones. Please put your hands up to kidney Kendi, who lost her sister in front of her boys, wrap your hands around her boys. Please wrap your hands around that pregnant, that pregnant woman and her unborn child. And please wrap your hands around her family. I ask you, please wrap your hands around wrap my city of Philadelphia and wrap your hands around our beautiful women. We do not deserve this. Our children, just everybody, especially us, we are supposed to be protected. Women and children should be off limits from the violence, God. But God, I ask, just ask you, for all my listeners that are listening, please protect us. Please protect us. Lord, I know I, I get lonely, son. I know I get my depressed. I know I cry because sometimes I feel like, okay, I'm single. And I know my exes are laughing at me because they did me dirty. And I'm out here still single. But now I know, Lord, that you did this for a purpose because they were not worthy of my love and that you are just growing me. You're grooming me to be the woman that I was. And you're grooming me to be better. Learning to love myself even more. Learn what I want. Learn my worth. Know what I want in a man. And know what I'm not going to tolerate and what we're not. So, Lord, I ask you just please put your arms in the blood of Jesus. Protect all our women. Even my enemies that I don't even like. Please protect, put your hands on them because we do not deserve this abuse and harm from these men that are supposed to protect us, Lord. And I and I have faith in you that you will bring the right person into me and my son's life. You will bring the person into these other women that are going through abusive relationships, Lord. And I just ask you just to let these ladies know that 
I'm here. I'm not going to stop. I'm still going to talk. I'm still got a voice. People that are suffering from mental health, you can do it. Keep fighting. Keep battling. You're not in this alone. We all have our issues and do not be ashamed to admit it. We all are going through it and we will overcome it, Lord. So I ask you to cover my listeners, cover my ladies and cover every my cover my the my city of Philadelphia. Protect my family despite that I don't deal with them. I ask for just to heal my heart, Lord. In Jesus name we pray, amen. So ladies, I'm just about to end that with y'all, but ladies stay strong. Stay true to yourself. Don't be scared. Don't let no guy when you feel that you don't feel, if you feel something and you don't feel right and you feel like this person is treating you, don't let them do that. Don't let any man make you feel like you are less and you don't have a voice. You have a voice and you have every right. And hopefully, Lord, these men can get it themselves together because they have a mother. They were birthed from a woman. These men should respect us because they would not be here for if it was not for us. We carried them and we birthed them, Lord. And I, I just, it's a shame. And I just pray in the new year, it will get better for love and positivity. And that's all I'm doing from now on. I don't got time for negativity. So I need y'all to be on the lookout. Y'all will be seeing it on my IG stories. It's called shine a light on them. I will be shining a light on a different person that who, you know, I basically who's out in the community, who's doing dope things or just who person who came into my life who has who was brought into my life for a great reason so it's called shine a light on them so like I said we're doing dope stuff towards the end of 2021 in the beginning of 2022 we're just thinking all positive we're thinking positive we're thinking big we're not thinking negative we are just think going higher and higher and like I said you have a voice and don't let no man or female take that away from you so thank you guys for joining me another night in the segment of the real conversation this was a real one and this was deep and i hope i get i went no matter what who's listening i hope i get to somebody somebody's listening and they will understand this because t nicole will not be shushed she's still gonna talk and she's still gonna express herself so one love y'all have you guys have a blessed night and like i said keep in prayers and and one ladies be safe be safe but also know you got a voice and stay strong and watch who you deal with okay and it's okay to be alone and it's okay to be single because you know your worth and you know your protection lord y'all know y'all protection y'all are beautiful y'all worthy we are queens we are queens and never forget that. And don't let no man come into your life and make you feel any less than the queen that you are. Let them go about your business and you become a single boss. And then the right man will come there and will treat you like a queen. And that's what I'm doing. That's why I said T. Nicole is officially single because she's a boss queen just waiting for her king when God's God says it's right. So again, thank you guys for joining me for another segment. And I will be back with, an, with another segment on Shine a Light on Them. 
So we starting we are we are ending the year with positivity and we're starting the year with positivity. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all my listeners and all my supporters. I love you, love you, love you. Keep supporting me. Keep supporting Sayer's business. And remember, he he is coming out with his new business, Davon's Tasty Dip. He made his first he he made his um goodies now, but we'll talk about that more. Just thank you, thank you, ladies. Really think about this. Really get on the news and pray. I hope whoever's listening can really get, really hears what I'm saying and really gets in depth in that. Like, this is real talk. I'm not just talking just to talk. Stuff that I said today, you know, I did get out of um tune, but it's just, it's real stuff. This is my life. This is real stuff. And this is how I feel. Like I said, you know, sometimes, you know, this is the hurt and pain that I dealt with. And sometimes you have to push back. But again, thank you for tuning in. Love you guys. I'm out.